What words are offensive to your people? To your people? I'm speechless. We're just going to let Mike throw himself under the bus. You want me to do it so you guys can just tear me apart? Christmas cactus babies. Christmas cactus babies. Tech nipple difficulties. We're not going to put that in there. Thank you. I think I need to take you outside for a moment. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to the Middle Life Podcast. I'm Maggie. Mikey. And I'm Jamie. And I am super excited for this episode because I... Wait, wait. why are you super excited for this episode, (laughs) How excited are you, Jamie? Pretty excited. Woo! Okay, because I am a coffee snob. I am a self-admitted snob of coffee. And I love the process of it. I love everything. And that's something we're going to talk about today. And uh, yeah, Mikey. Yeah, no, this is something that just kind of came up today when when we were texting back and forth, planning. And it was like, wait, we should... We should talk about coffee because because I had something I wanted to tell Jamie about that I was super excited about that because I had Maggie and I are starting to up our coffee snobbery game even even further yeah yes. and it was like as I was thinking about coffee I'm like dang I just really like coffee and it's it's mm-hmm. a big part of all of our lives in yeah. the sense we're probably you know slightly uh, dependent on it but other than that it's just really cool so I will start into that and tell you Jamie that um, which you, which I'll be transparent enough to say I mean you already know this but I'm really enjoying this I bought a manual ceramic burr coffee grinder, yeah. like a little hand cranky one. Mm. Do you do you have one, by the way? No, I don't. Okay. I do want to get a burr grinder, but yeah. Yeah. So, I, well, I wish now in retrospect, which would have been an electric one. We've learned so much about this grinder, though. It has been... Yeah. It, it, well, go ahead. Well, I was like, because essentially it doesn't, it's not like a, an electric, you know, grinder with blades where it, it you cuts set the coffee number. and turns it into powder. You, you you can set the coarseness of it, but it, you actually hand crank it and it essentially mills the coffee. Yeah. Almost more like a pepper grinder yeah, yeah. where it cracks yeah. it and stuff instead of, act, but so it takes it, it forever. Yeah. Uh-huh. But at the same time, I bought it because I was trying to make cold brew at home. Yeah. Which I've successfully done now, Maggie. Mm. I think we've successfully figured out how yeah, to do it correctly. Um, but it takes forever to hand crank it, and I was like, "Dude, this can't be worth it." But then we made some coffee, and it, it was like a night and day difference. We did a little taste test here at home, and yeah, which don't spoil it because we are going to do another taste test today. Oh. So there's 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 the teaser for that. Yeah, but. I mean, there's something to be said for like when you put more effort into like anything, like a beverage or whatever you're making generally you're going to come out with a better result. And yeah. like that's exactly what this is. I mean, if you just go pre-ground, throw it in your drip coffee pot, generally you're not going to be as stoked as if you actually spent like a minute and a half yeah. grinding right. your beans and then like doing the whole process. Of course, not all of us can do that every single morning. Right. But well, it's yeah. fun and to do. And sometimes it's it's not gonna, it's not going to happen. Yeah, yeah, it's it's not practical. But is the effort worth it? I think definitely I can say now after having this kind of a grinder versus just the the, the metal, you know, standard electric grinder, which I'm not saying I won't ever use one of those because, again, convenience sake says yeah. it's easier to make a pot of coffee in the morning, a drip right. pot of coffee, using an electric grinder than it is to stand there. I don't have 10 minutes when I'm dead tired in the morning yeah. to stand there and mill my beans. <laughs> so... <laughs> <laughs> so. Anyway, but but I I am excited about it. I don't know what your guys's uh, I mean exactly. I don't remember what your history is with coffee, but I mean like as far as like I would like to know that. Yeah, I would like, like to know what your first cup of coffee was. Like. My my first cup of yeah, coffee. Yeah, that's what what, it, what was your first experience with coffee? I think I'm gonna guess I was a later adopter of coffee than either of you were. I didn't start drinking coffee until about five or six years ago in my late twenties. Oh, I didn't realize um, that. Yeah, and because I just didn't I didn't 
like it. I, it was too, you know, the bitterness and stuff like that. I didn't care for it. Mm. But I started drinking it at work because, of course, they had it. It was free. And I was like, I'd always wanted to drink coffee because I appreciate the social aspects of yeah. coffee drinkers. Yeah. I mean, like the whole... It's almost like a romanticized scene of sitting in a coffee shop with with a hot coffee, yeah. talking to someone and just having great conversation. And it's true; it's not even romanticized. Like that's mm-hmm. that actually happens when you drink coffee and socialize with someone. So I really wanted that. So I started out just like mixing, and it was horrible. It's work coffee, right? I so you know when it's you did horrible. This. I totally mixing this. literally two to three packets of instant hot chocolate <laughs> with like one pump, you know, those pump squirts of coffee in it and then filling the rest of it with hot water. So like I made like the poorest man's mocha yeah. in the world, but over time started putting more coffee, yeah, yeah. less powder and it finally yeah. um yeah, it, it you weaned yourself into coffee. Yeah. yeah. And 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 again, it was starting out with horrible coffee, kind of like a lot of people's first beer, they don't drink like a like a micro brewed hand, you know, crafted IPA. No. They yeah. start with like start with Coors, Coors Light yeah. or something or a like PBR that. But like with of, lime. Uh, your buddy's truck. You right. Yeah. So so that's how I started, you know, with, with with coffee and then as I, you know, as it's progressed, I would say over the last 2 or 3 years, I've really started drinking good coffee and appreciating good coffee. Right. Now I can't even imagine doing the thing that I used to do with it. So, yeah. but that that's kind of my history with coffee, 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 coffee. And uh I, I love it. So, How Maggie? About you, Jamie. Oh, Jamie, ask Maggie? Jamie next. Okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You're um, leading the conversation. Sorry. No, I think mine was sophomore or junior year of high school. Um our high school had a a choir like coffee cart thing that they uh, did. I remember the coffee yeah. cart. Yeah. And so I remember like, you know, all the kids would like go up and order their coffee and I was like, Oh, that's cool. Like and it wasn't that bad either. No, it wasn't it wasn't bad for I mean like for, co- for, for high, high school, school coffee. Yeah. Car, yeah, it wasn't bad. And so I was like, Well, I'll do this, like everyone else is doing it. Like, cool, I wanna be like that. Right. And I remember like first hating it, but then like gradually like liking it. I think I probably thought like the girl running it was cute or something like that, and that's why I just kept like doing yeah. it for the social that's aspect that's of it. Dutch Brothers is state of exactly. business. Keep going. Um, but yeah, so, you know, I just kept doing that. And then, yeah, like Dutch brothers came into existence here Yeah. when I was in high school. And so I was like, oh, I kind of like, you know, coffee ish. And then that was like the milkshake of coffees. And so that was super easy to get into. That was automatically like, oh, this is great. I love coffee. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, now realizing it wasn't, but, um, but yeah, so, you know, Dutch bros came in probably my junior year, sophomore, junior year here yeah and so that's what kind of got me into it yeah. and but your your coffee history is even more extensive than maggie's and mine because you actually know how to professionally well, you make became and prepare a coffee. I mean, you, yeah i was a barista you owned a coffee shop yeah i owned a coffee <laughs> shop so. i um i worked at a, a coffee roastery for a very short period of time uh two days to be exact because <laughs> I, I was, was packaging say, for like a cough of a minute yep, like. because i was i was packaging coffee um and that wasn't great yeah um but i got to learn a little bit about the the you know the other side of it yeah um but yeah, just brewing coffee. I mean, I have, I own many, many ways to make coffee. Um, it's funny how that expands, right? Because we own four, four different ways, I think, to make coffee too. Yeah. But yeah, go ahead. And it's just, it's fun. It's fun to, yeah. to experiment. Um, I've gotten my wife into it a little bit where now she loves French press coffee. And this morning she woke me up super early and I made her a French press um, mm-hmm. for her to go to work. Did, did you say she woke you up super early yeah. to make her a French press <laughs> yeah. coffee? That's love. Yeah. yeah, Jamie kicks you. Get up, make no, me a French press like, coffee. Hey, honey, can you make me a French press? And I'm like, 
<laughs> I just had to pause and just focus on that because that caught me. I was like, wait, she woke you up to make her something. It suddenly becomes less sweet. <laughs> she anyway, asked nicely, that's, but that's good. It was one of those asks that you know is is like y- you should do it. Yeah. So, yeah. Oh, you're a good guy. So. Um, but yeah, so well, and I was making it for myself too. Right. Um, but. Yeah, so I mean, I love coffee. I love the whole process. I love how intricate it is, and uh, yeah. But Maggie, what about, what about you? What about you? Um, I would say my first experience was I was like ten or eleven. Wow, you're yeah. an earlier adopter. <laughs> yeah. Um, I think my aunt brought like um, they were visiting, and they she had purchased like, one of those um bottles of the frappuccino bottles, you know, that you can buy in, like yeah, like oh the yeah. convenience store or whatever. The glass like Starbucks, Starbucks frappuccinos. frappuccinos. Yeah. And I asked for a sip of it, and I yeah. was like, "What is this?" Yeah, and um, I'm like, "There's coffee." in Does that, that constitute mm-hmm. as coffee? I guess as no, much as this Dutch it's, Brothers it's would, right? Like a splash yeah. of coffee, right? But like, but it was my first experience, like tasting. Yeah. Oh, kind of the bitters. Oh, there's of coffee, coffee in there. Yeah, yeah. And so then I would go to church, and I would start like getting cups of coffee at church, and I would start putting like. I probably dump like ten packets of sugar in it. Yeah, <laughs> but I was like, I started drinking like cups mm-hmm. of coffee at church. My parents just didn't wow. care. They church like, coffee is okay. rough. <laughs> yeah. church, and it was it was rough. But then like over the years, I just started like trying different things. I was yeah. always like, and then I grew up drinking Dutch Brothers, mm-hmm. you know. Um, but it was like, it 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 went from like drinking. Oh, what's the one at, at Dutch Brothers that really? Uh, An annihilator. Nope, it was the um, Milky Way. Yeah, yeah. And so I would always get a Milky Way, mm-hmm. you know, when I was an, a, a teenager. And then I started going, hmm, let's try, like, maybe th- just a latte. And I think and Milky then, Way was my, like, yeah, first yeah. end. Because I'm like, candy bar. Yeah, I started asking yep. for less sugar and less milk. And then eventually, like, probably within the last 10 years, I started drinking it black. And mm-hmm. I actually really appreciate actual coffee black. Mm-hmm. So, anyway, so that's... That's what kind of kind of got you into it and kept into it, huh? Yeah. Well, so. And I I lit I mistakenly like thought that I let my nine year old take a sip of my iced coffee. Yeah. And yep. I was thinking that she w- would hate it, but she really liked it. And I'm like, oh yep. no. Same that's, with same with that's, ours. That's yeah. our, our, our oldest, who's almost it. nine as well, is in the same spot. I'm like, he's like, can I have a sip of that, mom? I'm like, no. I'm like, what's <laughs> what's wrong with you? That's mine. I will say though that for the longest time with with coffee, my thing was, and I know that some of you guys have this with other things too, but. I loved the smell of coffee, yes. and I couldn't stand the taste of it. And I was, and actually today I looked up. I was like, "Why is that?" Because I think a lot of people fall into that boat. Oh, the smell is divine. They're like, they're like I love the smell. And so I actually looked into it, and uh, scientifically, I guess what it is is when you inhale through your nose, you you pick up certain scents more prominently than when you actually put something in your mouth and what we consider taste, 80% of that is actually what's coming back out through your nose. It's almost like uh, it's a, it's another portion of just your smell. But the inhalation, you tend to pick up like more smoky, fruity kind of flavors, which coffee smells like that. Mm-hmm. Science. But when you, when you drink it and then you're kind of breathing it back out through your nose, you're picking up a lot more heavily on the bitters. Yeah. And so uh, it's just like the way that our... That the olfactory. Works. I was just gonna say yeah. olfactory. What science. is this witchcraft you're yeah. speaking of? So, um, <laughs> but so if 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 you if you fall into the category still, and there are a lot of people that do that like the smell, don't like the taste. That's probably the, the reason why. So, mm-hmm. but anyway, so I thought that was kind of cool. And I feel like it's it's funny because I feel like it's the opposite with beer for me. I'm I'm not wild about the smell of beer, but yeah. as soon as I taste it, I'm like, oh, that's great. Right. Mm-hmm. So and and that's and that's think of like uh, think of like really refined like stinky cheeses. You don't want to smell those, but if when you eat them, yeah, they taste better. Not all of them, but I mean, you know, yeah. some of them do. So. Anyway, but I would you guys agree with the statement though that like even if you are someone listening to this podcast and hopefully you're still with us, even if you don't like coffee, 
uh, the taste of it, that even if people don't like coffee, they generally still appreciate mm-hmm. uh, culturally and societally what coffee is to, to yeah. us. Does that sound accurate? Yeah, and I mean, I think, uh, you know, I've noticed too, like, um, a lot of times, like, real estate agents will just, like, brew a pot of coffee. Right. So one, to be able to, like, offer it to people if they want it, but two, it just, it makes the place smell like home. Like, yeah. that's just... You know, yeah. a, it's as a comforting thing it's about an coffee. inviting neutral smell. And and I don't know about like I don't I'm not I know you guys what well, you guys you have been to multiple countries and that kind of thing yeah. to visit. Like, would you say that the way Americans do coffee is pretty like specific to like like the way of like American culture? Like as far as like getting a big mug and filling it with coffee. Yeah. Like, uh, would you say that's an American thing? Because mm-hmm. I feel like tea is big in Europe. I feel like cappuccinos are big in Europe. Like the the more like shots of coffee yeah. but not like the big old cups of coffee like so we have. when i was in when i was in europe i didn't notice a lot of tea actually um coffee culture was really big but the size of beverages is absolutely insane yeah. in the united states when you compare it to europe like i th- wondered about that and i remember too like i was walking around europe and i was complaining because i'm like i'm so thirsty and every time i go to a restaurant they just give me a sip of a beverage like i just yeah. want a big gulp right now yeah, i'm yeah, so yeah, yeah, yeah. thirsty gulp it. um but at the same time like when you get a coffee like there's this one coffee shop right down from our hotel in um barcelona in barcelona yeah and i I messed up ordering about every time I went there. Like I'd see something on the menu and I would like say it wrong or something. So they come out with something totally different, but it was kind of fun because I ended up with stuff I would have never realized before. Like hmm. they would bring me like a shot of espresso with sweetened condensed milk at the bottom of it and yeah. you like stir it and drink it. And like, and just like these small beverages that you get to try the quality and like the, the everything about it is leaps and bounds better than anything we have here. Yeah. I mean, it's easy. Like, you get like a 32 ounce sugary beverage. Yeah. You're going to enjoy it, but you're not going to think about it. You're not thinking. You're just like, oh, this is tastes fine. It's sweet. Like, great. Yeah. Well, and that's, I feel like, that's, I feel like Americans have kind of um, cheapened it by turning it into a milkshake. Yeah. With, you know what I'm saying? Like, it's, it's not the same. Yeah, but we cheapen everything. Yeah. So. Yeah. But, and one thing you notice though, like with the culture there is like when you, it's much more conversational. You have, much less of the thing that you're really enjoying. So you try to make it last longer. And in that lasting longer, like Danielle and I would be sitting on a street corner having a conversation and you just want it to keep lasting because you're enjoying your company. Hmm. You're enjoying what you're having. And you know, the moment you finish that, like you got to go. And so, yeah, I mean it definitely like the beverages that were there Hmm. and everything. It was just, it was better. Yeah. I'm sure part of that was like the, it'd be an interesting thing to explore the different cultures of coffee. Yeah. Yeah. It'd be interesting. What? uh, So we, we both brought up the fact that we have kids that are in the, the the nine ish bracket and Jamie have one that's older than that. But, um, uh, at, at what age do you think, cause maybe you said you were 10 or 11 and you're drinking coffee and it sounded like your parents were okay with it and you had it at church. Um, like, do you have an, an age in mind when you're like, yeah, no, I think I would go ahead and just, like, let my kid do coffee? Or does your older one get to have coffee? Um, I think if my 13-year-old asked to have it at this point, I might entertain, like, a limited amount. Like, I would be willing to take her out yeah. and, like, you know, get her coffee and spend time with her in yeah. that. But it's not something where I would say, like... She's pouring herself a cup every morning yeah, with you guys. Yeah, I'm yeah. not going to make it, like, a habitual morning yeah. routine. It would be, like, a once a week, like, yeah, let's go grab coffee. Yeah. And, like, you yeah. know. And so I actually, I'm really hoping, and I tell her this all the time, where I'm like, I really, like, I want to envision our future of, like, you and me hanging out, going to a coffee shop, and talking. Mm-hmm. 
Um, we're not there yet. Right. But I'm excited for that, like, hopefully to be That's a thing, cool. yeah. especially as she becomes more of a teenager. That is cool. I think my initial knee-jerk reaction is, like, no, I don't want you to have coffee because, you know, like, caffeine. Mm-hmm. But I've actually heard, like, um, from various people who have kids with, like, ADHD uh-huh. or ADD, that it mm-hmm. actually does the opposite 100%. effect and actually levels kids out sometimes. Mm-hmm. Very true. So I'd be interested I'd be interested to see what would happen if we actually just, like, said, here, here's a cup, and mm-hmm. see. let's just see what happens. Yeah. <laughs> well, like, maybe. Not that our child mm-hmm. has been, like, Are you saying now at, diagnosed at like with anything, almost nine years old they're saying that? Yeah, yeah, just to see, like, what – Just I just want to see – Yeah. Mm-hmm. What? Because yeah, if it would actually improve his mm. focus, or just as an experiment, it, it is a hundred percent true. Kids with ADHD, a lot of times, that caffeine mm-hmm. has has a more yeah. structuring effect yeah. on, on them, and it's it's weird. And I thought it was fake at first, but it's I've run into it a lot. I, yeah. I also want to throw out there that, that that so it's not confused that clinically our our no, son no, has not yeah. been diagnosed no, with ADHD. No, there is no, but but like he that. is he is he but does have some focus that. issues. Um, but and it would be interesting to see if right. it would. You know, I, th- I think in my head, I always thought like like maybe like what Jamie said around like 12 or 13, I could see like getting maybe some drinks from like Dutch or yeah. something. Yeah, like, like that. Some, and but, that's it. I wouldn't but, give him like a cup yeah. of black coffee. It would be like a fun. Right. Drink. But 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 I would say probably for like just the straight black coffee on a somewhat regular basis if they wanted it. I would s- my personal opinion is probably like 16 years old for me, because um, I think at that point it's like. I guess it's their choice. It's not like alcohol or something like. I mean, I mean, it's addictive. Don't get me wrong. But what I'm yeah. saying is, what it is. I think at about 16, I would, I'd be yeah. like, yeah, you do what you need to do with with. See, and and I think that I think the question that I have though is like, why, like why not? Mm-hmm. Not that I'm saying like, yeah, let's go. Like, but but that's why I'm saying like a, like an experiment, right. an experimental cup of like. Something would be interesting because right. why not? Like there's a stigma attached. To, well, you know, our parents used to say, well, it's going to stunt your growth, you right. know, and th- we know that's not true. But like, you know, like why not? Yeah. And I think because they drink. Th- can you see kids drinking soda all the time? Yeah. Well. I think I think my viewpoint on it is a little bit opposite. Like as far as introducing it to my kid, I don't want my kid to have a, like actual Dutch coffee drink to be their first introduction. Because then it'll take them longer to get into it. Well, well they no. won't appreciate real coffee. Well, yeah, that, <laughs> and they're going to have, not to mention, like, the caffeine that's involved in that, but the gallons of sugar that's involved it, in and that, that's, too. And that's the catch, And yeah. so I would much rather take my kid to go get an iced coffee, and I can put cream, and I can put sugar in it. Mm-hmm. But even if I put two heaping tablespoons of sugar in that iced coffee, yeah. it's still probably... 10 tablespoons less than that's in that blended right. annihilator that you would hand well, them. Well, and, right. and, and, and coming back to, like, the soda thing, like, I would rather see my kid drinking a cup of coffee than a Pepsi, personally. Right. I yeah. would. Well, yeah, I mean, you have the difference of, if you're talking about, like, a black cup of coffee, here's the differences are, right, like, one cup of black coffee, and that's, uh, a, co- a cup of coffee is six ounces, not a traditional eight-ounce cup, yeah. I think. But anyway, so six ounces of black, like, drip coffee is only one calorie. There's no sugar in right. it. But it does have about four times more caffeine than like a Mountain Dew does in it. So that is something to consider when you when you talk about Well, but that depends on the kind of coffee you use, mm. the kind of well, the yeah, kind I mean, of preparation if you're talking you d- decaf, but I but I'm saying yeah. Typically, I read that actually today. I was looking up stuff about it. So Anyways, but yeah, and then I did want to ask before we get into this next little fun part I have for you guys, um, what's your favorite way to have coffee? Like there's iced, cold brew, black, Mm -hmm. mixed, like, you know, a latte or a mocha Mm -hmm. or something. I'll even count like, yeah, like something like a mocha or something sugar laden as your favorite type. Mm -hmm. So I am kind of curious. Like my favorite way to make coffee, 
has always been um, the stovetop espresso machine mm. or the maca pot is what people call them. But that's always been my favorite. Um, that and like French press. But I mean, you're talking it comes out just black and you're just drinking it. I mean, I usually all add cream. Yeah. Are you asking the way the way we prefer to prepare at home, or I'm just talking how do we like it most prepared? Most prepared oh. in general, I think. Yeah. So. so I mean, I add a little bit of cream. Um, you know, people like to to get super snobby and say like, "Oh, I can't believe you added cream to that right. coffee." You're not changing the quality of the coffee. The addition of that fat aspect. You're just adding a new flavor. Yeah. It, well, not even a flavor, but it just it adds a different layer to mm-hmm. to the coffee that you are drinking. And a lot of times coffees are acidic and that doesn't mean right. that they're bad, but that acidity can sometimes be kind of harsh. And if you like a certain flavor profile, then that f- addition to that fat is right. going to like curve that yeah. a little bit, make it more enjoyable. Right. So I just, I personally mouthfeel texture, everything that comes along with it. I like a little bit of cream in my coffee. Yeah. So yeah. yeah, true that. I think for me, um, I actually have just really recently been, I very much enjoy an iced coffee or a cold brew, which they're not the same thing. Mm-hmm. Right, I think they are not, they're the, same not the same thing. But I, I enjoy coffee cold yeah. with ice in it. Yeah. I, I mean, it's really uh, nice, no, I, especially I mean, in I, the summer. I love a hot coffee, and that's probably what it is. We're in the summertime right now, so mm-hmm. that just feels refreshing. Um, but I'm really enjoying that with a little splash of, like I said, like cream or something yeah. like that in it. Maybe and just I don't, a I tiny don't mind pinch of sugar. Yeah, I don't fine. mind sugar either. Like, yeah, so. there are plenty of times, like, if we're going to go crabbing, and we go to a diner. Yeah, I'm probably gonna put sugar and creamer in my coffee, right? Because I know it's probably Folgers, and like right. I'm gonna enjoy it. Yeah. Um, but I don't look down on anybody for adding sugar cream to no. their coffee. Like, yeah, we're yeah. not those kind of coffee snobs. Yeah, no, I, you like what you like. It's totally yeah. there. Are That's times, the beauty of coffee. There are times where I like. I want to have a sweet cup of coffee. It's right. totally fine. Um, so yeah, and yeah. that's why I have a hard time answering that question because I don't really discriminate. Like I like all coffee in right. all ways like it just depends on the day like usually my go-to like if i'm gonna if i'm gonna go to a shop my right. go-to is usually some form of latte yeah i like mm. i really just i love a latte Lattes are good i like some foam on the top and mm. I, I i love that yeah um but you know like there's sometimes where I, wait, i'll go to dutch and i'm like i want a kokomo like i want yeah. something right. super like yeah and, that, and that's like a different beverage it's i different. don't even consider dutch brothers really coffee it's a different beverage. It's, it's, a, just it's a like a treat. It's, it's like a decadent treat for me. Yeah, yeah. It's like if you want right. a Slurpee or a, or a milkshake, it's yeah. just a different That's kind of beverage. That's how I feel about that. Yeah. But if I go to like, and sometimes, like you said, like sometimes it's an iced coffee. Sometimes yeah. I just want straight up like yeah. Americano right. iced. Um, but generally, I am, I am a, I'm a latte yeah. girl. Well, and I think, oh, oh sorry. Ahead. No, I was just going to say like when a new coffee shop opens, I'll absolutely go there. And the first thing I'll order is a latte because that immediately lets me know the caliber of barista that's there. Yeah. And, and how you have to much get the milk just you right. You have to pull yep. a shot. Yeah. Get the milk right. and I've had some bad lattes. Mm-hmm. And when you've like had enough experience and you've been a barista and you know, mm-hmm. you know what to look for, you know if the milk is burnt, you know if that shot is dead, mm-hmm. which means they pulled the shot and let it sit there and yeah. it, it just goes... Lost all the flavor. Yeah, it goes yeah. nasty. Um, you you know you can tell all of these things if the if it's super hot and you can't even drink I it like they've just taken that way too far how they froth the milk and yeah. and what's involved in right. that so I can judge immediately and I a lot of the coffee shops in town that open yep. up I get a latte and I'm like they nope don't, they don't care right yeah they think that coffee is just make the milk hot and add it to this espresso yep. shot and I've right. got it it's an art it really is an so art form. Um, one one thing I was gonna say, and I'm gonna out Maggie a little bit on this, which is fine. You're not gonna be bothered by this. But one thing I either have to have coffee hot, or it has to purposely be iced to be cold. Mm. 
I don't do the in between. Maggie can pour a cup of coffee, let it sit it at, like at room temperature. <laughs> yeah. I can nurse it for it like gets, five hours. To where it gets that that the just like I said, room temperature yeah, level. Yeah. I can't do it well at room temperature. It needs to be if hot it's or good cold. Enough coffee, I can. Maggie will sip it. on it all yeah. day like that, or you know, or some people throw it back in the microwave mm. and heat it up. A Working little. in schools, like I got used to my cold, like drinking cold yeah. coffee. I don't enjoy it when it gets cold. I'm like not eh. cold. Room no, temperature I is what you're what talking about. Okay, just want to clarify. Yeah, but. Yeah, I don't enjoy it. I yeah. mean, it's like, eh. but there. I mean, there is something to be said for like, there. I don't know. It's just like it's almost like a commercial. But like, you get a hot cup of coffee on a cold morning. Right. You step outside. You take a drink. Like that feeling yep. is awesome. And yeah, totally. Yeah. So um, let's see here. Okay, what I have is I have a quiz for for the two of you because I know the answers to these. So hopefully this will be fun. This is a just kind of a random coffee fact quiz there's mm-hmm. 10 questions and i want to see how the two of you do on this so i'm gonna ask you guys you She's guys gonna each know answer. all the answers to Are this we racing well i'm not asking i'm not i'm not answering them i'm just asking them it's just for you two said no so do you have a, a any sort of level of uh of, of confidence in this at all I, I i feel like jamie's gonna blow everything out of the water because right. he's well, all, how he actually knows things these? about coffee. uh well, we'll just go through it this will be easy okay. enough i will uh, so i'll start off with the first one so you guys don't and don't look at my sheet of paper here so the first cup of coffee Dates back to, here are your options, pre-Christ, about 800 A.D., about 1500 A.D., or about 1800. Mm. Before Christ, 800, 1500, or 1800. 1500. Amazing. What is 1500? Okay. Uh, before Christ, because I, I feel like the Aztecs and the Incas um, had coffee. All right. Anyway. So the correct answer to this is about 800 A.D. Mm. It mm. says, uh, it says legend, uh, legend has it that 9th century goat herders noticed the effect caffeine had on their goats who appeared to dance after eating the fruit from the coffee plant. It says a local monk then made the drink with, uh, with the produce and found that it kept him awake at night. Thus, the original cup of coffee was born. I got this from goodhousekeeping.com, so I think they're actually pretty legitimate. <laughs> they're, <laughs> known for their yeah, they're, yeah. they're known for so, their... Uh, so about 800 AD. Okay. N- question number two. What country is the most amount of coffee consumed in? North America, South America, the UK, or China? North America, South America, the UK. And this is just overall amount of coffee consumed. Well, I know that a lot of coffee comes from South America, but I'm gonna have. I'm just gonna have to. Go and and, and and I hope the audience is 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 answering these on their own too. Yeah, I so have to China. go. With, I have to go with North America. I mean, if we're just taking into like the consumption, like yeah, with the Starbucks in every corner yeah. and yeah, everything, yeah. yeah. So so final answers. Maggie said China. I'm gonna, uh, no, I'm gonna. No. I didn't say China. No. I, I'm gonna say South America, just because All they right. produce the beans down there. The answer is North America. Yeah, and it's it's yeah. It's, it's it's by pretty far I the f- overall I feel quantity like it's like of an coffee export, consumed. But it's not I, like, I, I, yeah. I figured you were so probably right, but I'm like I can't yeah. say the same. Uh, thing. So yeah. that's so that's one for Jamie. Okay, so here we go. Number three, where do you think coffee ranks as the most consumed beverage in America between bottled water, coffee, and soda or energy drinks? Where do you think it ranks in there? One, two, or three? Coffee, bottled water, or soda slash energy um, drinks? So I'm gonna say in America. I'm gonna say number two. Behind behind soda. Okay. Mega. I'm gonna actually say number one. All right. It is the number one most consumed beverage in in America. Hmm. It beats out bottled water. It actually goes coffee, bottled water, 
and then soda. I'm actually huh. surprised that soda is after yeah. bottled water, honestly. Yeah. Seriously, yeah. That surprises me. So, all right, tied one and one. Question number four. What is the most addictive substance between caffeine, nicotine, or alcohol? This is kind of coffee related, right? Because we're talking caffeine. Like where, where does it rank? Where does it rank in the three? Kind of like last question. Coffee, nicotine. No, no, caffeine, caffeine nicotine, or caffeine. alcohol. Yeah. Nicotine. As far as addictiveness. Mm. Well, I know my dad is addicted to Diet Coke. He has to have at least a Diet Coke a day. But but, but you know, also a bunch of people yeah. you know I have I have family members that smoke relentlessly. This is so tough yeah. because caffeine is such a stimulant that I give you guys about like I feel ten like sugar seconds is like to think this out and then answer it. So we're ranking. We're doing uh, just just where does it fall in the line of caffeine, nicotine, or alcohol? I'll say number two. I think it's a trick question. I'm going to say number one again. Yeah, I'm going to yeah. say number two. Behind what? Uh behind alcohol. Okay. It is actually out of those 3, it's the it's actually the least addictive. Uh oh, okay. nicotine being number 1, then alcohol and then caffeine. Mm. So. Um all right. This question sucks. Yes. So, <laughs> true true or false? I give you 50/50. Drinking coffee can lower your risks of cardiovascular diseases. True. I'm going to say true as well. Okay. You both got that one right. It is true. It actually says uh, a study that was done by Harvard University uh, which contained roughly 1.3 million people being examined, said they wanted to find out if there was a connection between the consumption of coffee and cardiovascular diseases. And basically the findings show that people who drink between three and four cups of coffee per day had the lowest risk suffering from cardiovascular diseases. Diseases Those who drank five or more had a higher risk, but both of those groups had a lower risk than people who didn't drink coffee at all. Huh. Interesting. So anyways, coffee uh, can maybe be good to keep you away from cardiovascular Disease, so. Nice. Uh, it's, it, but at a special level, because then if you're drinking too much, your heart's going to, like, yeah. give right, out. that's true. <laughs> so, who grows the most coffee in the world? The U.S., Vietnam, Brazil, or Italy? Who grows the most coffee Brazil. in the world? The U.S., Vietnam, Brazil, or Italy? I know I probably got it wrong. It's definitely not the U.S. I feel like it's Brazil. Um, it's not... You said UK? I said the US, Vietnam, Brazil, or Italy. Oh, no, not Italy. Um, Brazil. All right. You guys both got that one right as well. Brazil. High fives. Brazil provides uh, one third of the world's overall coffee. Vietnam is second. Yeah, I was going to say, I was between Vietnam and Brazil. That I wouldn't yeah. have known. The United States actually only has two coffee producing states. And you yeah. want to guess what they are? Hawaii is one of them. Okay. Yeah. Um, Hawaii, and the other one's pretty obvious if you think about it. And it's a state that's you know, close to the equator grows coffee I was going to say well. Texas, but I don't know. Uh, oh. California. California? Yep. Oh, really? Those are the two states. Yep. Huh. Um, California re- more recently got into growing coffee. Yeah. I know so. Hawaii is like big on their, yeah. on their beans right. out there. Starbucks opens an average of blank stores per month. Per Looking for closest month. number. Starbucks oh. opens an average of blank stores per, per month. Per month? Yep. I'm going to say... Between one and a hundred, I'll give I'm you that s- much. I was gonna say like seventy-five. That's okay. what I was gonna say. Seventy-five um, per month. Stores open per month. Mm-hmm. But across the United States, though. Or yeah. yeah. Oh, across the U.S., thirty-five. Okay, the number is sixty. So Starbucks opens an average of two new stores per day That's in the United insane. States. That's so insanity. Maybe you got a little bit closer on that one, so give her the point. So it's four to three right now. Question number eight: True or false? You can lethally. It is possible to lethally overdose on coffee. False. True or false? You have 10 seconds, maybe. 
I'm going to say true. Just right. to just to shake it up a little bit. Maggie got that one. It says it is oh. true. It would take about, but it would take about 30 cups of coffee in a very short amount of yeah. time to get a lethal overdose of caffeine. So, mm. um, okay. So I said. Uh, you so could do that with water, though, too. Well, I mean, you could yeah. overdose on water. Yeah, I but thought your body would. You can pretty much overdose it. on anything. <laughs> um, so I said, well, I said put these in order, but this may be hard if you guys can't look at the list, but. Uh, the country that consumes the most amount of coffee per adult. So, like we say, like on average, uh, per adult in this country, they drink blank amount of pounds of coffee per okay. year, essentially. But put these in order: Germany, Sweden, the United States, and Finland. That's Germany, really hard. Sweden, the United States, or I'm or you can just say which one you think is the most. If I'm you want to go with just, Scandinavia, if you want to go with the most, that's fine too. But Germany, Sweden, the U.S. Who and Finland, the most per adult coffee per adult, right? Per adult. So the other one was just who, who which country consumes the overall most beans was the United States per adult. Who consumes the most amount of coffee between Germany, Sweden, the U.S. or Finland? I won't make you put them in order. It's fine. I'm still, oh, I'm still thinking U.S. But yeah. I don't know about the Germans and their coffee. I don't know if they are if they're big coffee drinkers. And I don't know anything about about like the other ones. The other ones. Okay. I don't know. I'm just gonna say Germany, I'm gonna U.S. I'm gonna go with U.S. Sweden and Finland. All right. I'm gonna say U.S. Okay. Are um, you putting them in order? U.S., Germany, Finland, Sweden. All right. So both of you, <laughs> bo- the other both two of you are both of you are wrong in 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 the complete order. So actually, Finland by a long shot. Drinks the most coffee per adult, uh, it, so per capita. Per capita, I was it's twenty say, twenty-seven yeah. pounds per person per year, is is how much coffee they drink. Sweden, Dang, Sweden's number six at this is the that's top. That's why Finland's so yeah. far ahead in so many ways. Sweden's yeah. Sweden's number six because Sweden. they wake up at two thirty in the morning and start <laughs> drinking their coffee. So if you get this between number one, so sweet Finland at twenty-seven pounds per person per year. Sweden was number six at eighteen pounds per person per year. Germany number sixteen at twelve pounds per person. And actually, of the top twenty-five, the United States is twenty-fifth in the world Whoa. at nine pounds of coffee is per Finland adult. One of those countries that's so far north that they barely get any sunlight during the winter, uh-huh. and so they have to like just pound uh-huh. coffee. <laughs> all I think you're right. Time. I think you're right because I so. feel like because. I don't know. That's crazy to me because I feel like our culture, our American culture, is like everyone always has a coffee well, in their hand. And, like and all right. the time. To me, and to me, like I agreed with like I thought the U.S. would be up there, uh, you know, because like we have so many beverages that just include coffee in them in some yeah. aspect. Right. Yeah. And so yeah, and with how many people we've got, and just yeah. thing. you know, yeah. So interesting. this last one will just to keep it interesting because it's Maggie at five, Jamie at three. This last one's going to be worth two points. Lightning round. So <laughs> so <laughs> we'll make this last one worth two <laughs> points. So if Jamie, or actually we'll you know well we'll make it worth three points. So if make Jamie it worth gets a right, billion. Wrong, how about that? Let's okay, here we go. Yeah, billion, a billion, points. billion points. Billion points. Billion points for a billion points. Sales wise, the number one selling ground coffee brand in the United States is Seattle's blank. best. Maggie? Oh, no, wait. Coffee brand? The number one selling ground coffee brand in the United States is... <sighs> gonna be I was going to say Folgers, actually. That's, That's exactly guys, what I was thinking. Are you guys going to lock in your final answer? I'm going to say Folgers because I feel like the no, best part of waking I'm up is Folgers. S- okay, so... Do you want me to give you what your options well, are? McDonald's actually, oh, so McDonald's oh. McDonald's used to use Seattle's, Seattle's best. best, but now they market their own McDonald's coffee. McCafe. Shoot. I'm going to give you guys 10 seconds. McDonald's. Really? Yeah, I'm just gonna go. With I'm gonna say Folgers. I'm gonna say I'm still sticking with Folgers. So, winning this by 
uh, one billion and two points oh. is Maggie because Folgers is the number one selling ground coffee brand in the United States, followed by Maxwell House. Oh, I'm so sorry, America. And then Starbucks via their Seattle's best brand, uh, which is probably because of the McDonald's. Oh, and thing. Seattle's best probably so. still makes McDonald's coffee. But, inter- but probably. interestingly enough, Folgers more than double the revenue of the second place competitor behind it. So yeah, that's like how much more Folgers g- sells than anybody wow. else. So, all right. So, Maggie, you actually America's won this one. Uh, got this America's sad. Good job. Yeah. I'm interested to know if, if anybody nailed I, this at uh, at home. I felt like Maxwell House kind of like it used to be like a 90s thing. Where it's it because like, it's so cheap. Right? Yeah. So that's well, probably and, why. And, the, and the, I, I apologize for anybody who are, who's listening who drink Folgers. Allow us to change your life yeah. and like help you. My Spend a couple extra dollars. My help parents, me help you. My parents drink Uban. <sighs> oh yeah. yeah. Uban. Why yeah. even drink coffee? So. Why? So I'm sorry. I love you guys so right. much. Please don't please and don't do this to yourself. Don't do this to yourself. Don't, don't disrespect. So here's what we're gonna do, you guys. Um because we've already been to this episode for over a half an hour, I think we're gonna do this. This is a time that we're going to plug our video content and say that you guys should definitely tune into our video content to get some behind the scenes. Because one of the things we're going to do is we're actually going to we're going to pause this episode. We're going to go and brew coffee via four different means. We've got French press, a percolator, just your standard drip, and then Jamie brought a Turkish pot over yeah. to to brew coffee with. We're going to brew it four different ways. We're going to use the same beans uh, and 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 do that, and then we're going to basically taste test them kind of not blind but i mean without knowing which ones which and say which ones we like best but that's going to be captured on video so you guys are going to want to go uh, we'll provide a link in the description of this episode where you can go and actually check out that video we'll hop back on here after we're all done and just kind of report our findings of what we thought we'll do to take a couple minutes to kind of recap it but if you guys want the whole experience to get to see it and hear it Check it out on video. Yeah. It's not going to be the same when, when you yeah. listen to us describing something you can't see. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> so hop on over, <laughs> check that out, and we'll be back, well, pretty much like right now after this to let you know what we found out. Thanks, guys. Hey, everyone. Okay, we're back from our taste test of all those different coffees or not coffees but the different ways to brew them yeah. that was fun by the way yeah that, that was, was a lot interesting. of fun so and yeah. it, it caught us for a loop actually we thought we had it totally nailed down yeah. and one or two of them really like kind of right. threw us uh maggie do you want to recap real quick what our drip types or what are not drip types what the brew methods were that we used? so the four brew methods we decided to do to use was um drip um stovetop mm-hmm French press and Turkish. Which I'd never had Turkish before, like I said before we went into this. So it was an interesting yeah. new experience for me. Yeah. Um, but so what we did was we tried to guess which ones were which. And then we also, without knowing, uh, ordered what, what we liked, you know, in order of preference. So we kind of had some findings from that. Go watch the video if you guys want the whole scenario. We go through it's our rankings It's really and quite interesting. And we, and we walk you through each each. Uh, uh, yeah. Method. We yeah. hope you find it interesting. Yeah, so. it's really interesting. So, where did we find that that uh, that we landed? Uh, did did we all have a general consensus, or do you think like we were all over the board with our preferences? We all had a different top favorite. Yeah. Um, which was interesting. Yeah. Maggie, Maggie, your top favorite was. Um, my favorite was the Turkish, which happened to be the thickest and yeah. darkest of them all. The he- the sediment was heavy. Yeah. It was really bold. Yeah. It was because you're literally brewing mm. it straight on the beans or the the grounds are straight. You're kind of making right? yeah. a coffee stew. Yeah. I mean, really, is what yeah. it is. You're actually yeah. incorporating it. It's in your cup. You're it looks like sludge. Yeah. For yeah. Quite frankly, you can actually go to the video and watch Jamie kind of explain what he's doing in it. But yeah. it is pretty interesting. But it's so, so. intense, and it, and I was just telling Jamie, it's it's not something that I would probably want to do on the daily. Like yeah. my daily cup of coffee, but for a luxurious cup of coffee, yeah. 
I think I would want to go with the Turkish because it's, it's strong. Yep. Yeah, my that was my second favorite. The Turkish was my on on the top, but um, my favorite was French press. Which in does that surprise you at all? It doesn't. I mean, it doesn't. Except for I thought French press was stovetop, but um, yeah. it doesn't surprise me because my favorite method currently at home is French or French press. Yeah. So makes sense but yeah it, it, that threw me for a little bit of a loop so yeah, yeah. And, I, and i like the french press because it had that oil on the top of it yeah. it was like a, it was mm-hmm. nice and strong well and the the uh, what i thought was a percolator which is actually the stovetop method but again you guys can see what it looks like if you check check the video out but that was my top which i was surprised by a little bit just because i i guess i thought french press would be it but when a blind taste tested the flavors i don't know it was just the, the french press and the stovetop tasted pretty similar to me though yeah mm-hmm. they were really there was close. A, a lot of difference there but i don't know something about it um it's just the right amount of bitterness for yeah, me. I agree. So, and you know, it's it's almost like two two cups of coffee. No matter how you brew them, they don't ever come out exactly the same every no. single time, no. right? So you're kind of getting something different every time. No, and when you're messing with ratios, I mean, even in a drip thing, when you're trying to make a little bit of drip coffee, it never works out quite right because in all that water, if you only put a little bit of grounds in there, you're going to end up with like a weak cup of coffee. So it's tough. I mean, if you are making a pot of coffee, you're kind of devoting yourself to a pot of coffee if you want it to be as good as it can be. Whereas a lot of these other ones, are a little more variable. You can kind of yeah. play with it a little bit. So, which we is which is kind of fun and frustrating at the same yeah. time. If yeah. you want consistency, sometimes that's really hard to achieve. Uh, but it, you know, it's also kind of fun. You're like, oh, there's gonna be it's gonna be slightly different every time. Mm-hmm. What are we gonna say? Maybe? Oh, I was just gonna say we and we all agreed that the drip was the by far the weakest and most unfun to to yeah. consume. Yeah. <laughs> although although saying that, where I disagreed with you guys was that um, I liked. I mean. I agree that the drip was the least flavorful. However, I didn't rank it last. I ranked the Turkish last, but only because of the amount of like um, acidity and stuff like that within the, the the Turkish. I felt like I couldn't drink it as quickly as I wanted to, whereas drip is thin enough to where I can consume it more so. And truth be told, uh, I don't know about you guys, uh, but or you in your household, Jamie, but I think drip's probably the most commonly consumed in our household just because it's the easiest, right. even though it's yeah. pr- it definitely is the weakest. And that's it. I'm still going to go to drip if I need a quick cup um, to get out the door, but mm-hmm. definitely the, if I want luxury. Right. Yeah. So I'm glad we did this, though. I hope it turns out well yeah, it fun. for everyone. To, like I said, go check it out, and uh, we'll keep trying to bring good content yeah, for you Yeah, I mean, guys. yeah. If, so if, and if coffee is something that you think is fun or something fun to play with or you're interested in it, all these gadgets, they're not expensive. Right. Like, you can go to a Goodwill and find a French press yeah. or, you know, any of these things. And because they're so rudimentary, like, you can get a cheap one. And yeah. it's going to work just as good. A Amazon cheap French man. press and a, you know, expensive one. Totally on par. So have fun with it, you know. Yeah. Try it out. Thanks, guys. So, awesome. Well, we will be back again. And, um... Stay tuned. <laughs> we need to take our dogs out to the bathroom and, and full, just hack up full disclosure. <laughs> I really hope everyone heard that. Uh, all right, guys. Have a good week. Thanks. Bye. Bye.